So let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. Welcome back. And welcome back to you also. And, and to you. Us. <laughs> and you. What is that? There's this. I'm thinking of the, the song from Alice Wonderland. A very merry on, on birthday. You, and you, you. Anyway, yeah. okay. we just we're watching Once Upon a Time again <laughs> as a couple, and uh, yeah, we have like Disney in our head all the time now. Yes. Anyways, we're back. It's been a long break. It was a long minute that we've been gone. We yeah, it was well, an intended break, but the yeah. duration was not intended. Right. I mean, the last episode we recorded was, or that we released was, our birth story. From Shiloh, our last baby. That was in November. Um, and I we intended to take December off and then to get back at it in January, but it is currently April and we're back. Yeah, adjusting to okay. four kids was a, a lot, bit of a doozy. And we're then, still in a doozy. And I'm in like a new position at work, and so it was just a, it was a lot. lot of time and emotional energy. Yes. And one but thing was, we one thing we talked about is even if you have like the um, like the actual physical time to do something. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between having like the physical time and having like the emotional time. Oh, absolutely. Like you only have so many emotional chips you can mm-hmm. expend. And then at, at some point you just need to stop. Yeah. And so I think that we, we needed a little bit of a break from recording so we yeah. could see to other things. It's been rejuvenating, but we're ready to be back. We're ready yeah. to talk about how we can make our homes Outposts of Heaven. Yeah. So if you're joining us for the first time, thank you. Thanks and welcome. Um, and if you're joining back after our four-month hiatus, we, again, thank you for coming back to us and, and joining the community again. Um, we Today we wanted to kind of just revisit who we are, what we're doing, talk about some of the, the things we're working on right now to fulfill our mission and kind of start this next chapter of the podcast off right and when we took our break i think in our last episode um when we shared about shiloh's birth story we um we had planned on changing the format of the podcast and i think we mentioned that in that episode but we have prayerfully decided that the direction we're going is still the right direction and it's the right system and we're on track so we're not going to change the format too much but but what? On that note, talking about format, we okay. do have another announcement. Yes. Uh, but we'll do that at the end. To keep end? you in suspense. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The kids so, have been saying that. It's so cute. <laughs> so, hun, yeah. uh, let's dive in. Okay. Um, and this, We anticipate this being a short episode, but we say that frequently, and then I talk too much, and Emily is hitting me, trying to do so quietly so we can't hear on the mic. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> hun. How would you describe an outpost of heaven? What is it? And where did that idea come from? I think that, to me, it is our home away from our heavenly home. So we believe that our families are eternal and that we lived with our families and our heavenly father before we came to this earth life. Um, And that it's the 
we're going back to heaven after we have this earth life. And so our home is our home away from our heavenly home. It's the place that we want to make most like heaven. Yeah. And I I love this idea, and specifically the word outpost, because you could say, oh, it's just a piece of heaven. or it's Right. uh, But outpost has a military connotation where uh, a stronger power that wants to project power into an area doesn't have complete control of will uh, build an outpost in that area, and then from that outpost it will project power. Right, mm-hmm. so like the Romans would do this, where they'd build little outposts along, or in Gaul or whatever their front was at the time, and they would send out patrols from those areas, or they would use them as fortified locations to provide uh, strength and ability for their forces to rest in the area. Um, and so I, I like this because it, the idea that we are creating outposts of heaven as opposed to just a piece of heaven here on earth is that we are trying to be a place from which the Lord can project power into the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like that a lot. So we also, when we talked originally about this podcast, you put a lot of emphasis on your spheres of influence. Right. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit? So we are individuals, right? Boom. <laughs> um, and so like we can have our individual like outpost of heaven in a sense where like we're we're developing spiritually and emotionally and mentally and physically like on our own. Um, so that we can project into the next sphere of influence and strengthen our families or our marriage. Um, And then as we're strengthening our families, our marriages, we can project even further into other spheres of influence, our community, our church groups, our... um, Our social media platforms. Um, As you're talking about this, I'm mm -hmm. thinking about how, you know, at each level, we're trying to, you know, increase our our outpost of heaven. Mm -hmm. And I think the most immediate sense that refers to, you know, to you and to your own personal life, but then the next is like to your home, like where you live, the Mm -hmm. kind of physical location where you live. But then also, oh, we have the responsibility to build an, like a network of outposts, if you will. And how I have the responsibility to build an outpost with like our family outside of just like the two of us and Mm -hmm. our kids, like our extended family. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know if I had thought about that, um, about the need to like build an outpost of heaven with like my brothers or my parents or your siblings or your parents. Like, do I need to change the way I'm thinking about like the way I'm interacting with my brothers and and or is it just like do you have to be intentional about it or does it just happen? I think a little bit is natural. Like you don't need to change anything, but then at the same time, a little bit is like intentional. Like you're intentionally thinking about creating an outpost of heaven with your brothers or your extended family or um, your the the youth group that you're a part of or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that you can make intentional choices that will, like, invite that spirit of outpost of heaven. Um, but also I think it will come naturally as yeah. you have that mindset. So what does it look like for you, Andrew, to build or maintain an outpost of heaven? Mm, so this is good because I think sometimes it's easy to just say good sounding ideas um, or nice platitudes and kind of think, oh, that was nice. Like that's that's awesome or that's true, and just move on. So I appreciate that we're kind of diving into the specifics, which is one of the purposes of the podcast, right? Right. As we're trying to help people get 
actionable specifics. Mm -hmm. And it's not just us that are like telling you what to do. It's we bring on guests and talk with friends right. and stuff like, and the, we whole, share ideas. Our whole motif is like we just want to be like your friends that you talk to about spiritual things. Right. Right. Like the spirit because I find that that's that is not the primary method or primary mode of receiving revelation for me or receiving spiritual strength. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think it should be for anybody. Like we should have like direct communication with our Heavenly Father. We should be reading our scriptures. We should be going to church, all those things. But informal gospel-based discussions are super important, play a really big role, I think, in, in our personal development. Absolutely, yeah. So, so that's our role. We are trying to be this, this like, in, this impromptu discussion, or like this informal friendship discussion, but we wanted to have actionable takeaways. So yes. what does it mean on the ground level to make an outpost of heaven? Um, I think, much like your our own personal progression, uh, making our home and outpost of heaven is looking at the state of our home and state of our family life and asking ourselves and asking the Lord through prayer how we can make it better. Just asking the Lord, what would he have us do? Mm -hmm. And making small incremental improvements. So there's a talk uh, in General Conference of... My years are all messed up. I, I think like, it's October 2021. Yes, yeah, it is. Uh, I can't remember his name. I should have looked it up before this episode, but I wasn't planning on talking about it. Do you remember? I want to say it's Michael Dunn. All right, so we'll say that. I don't even know what talk you're talking about, but I'm pretty positive I know, but I'm not certain. 100%. So I think we actually talked about this in the in an episode yeah. past. But we usually do a general conference recap, yeah. and so I think we use that. So he, just, he talks about this idea of... Uh, the oh my gosh the accumulative gain of marginal improvements so just focusing on uh, improving in every area or improving in any given area just one percent per day and so if you see one percent improvements you're going to accumulate a huge um a huge improvement that's probably better words to describe that basically you're gonna be a ton better at the end of a year or the end of five or ten years if you are just trying to get a little bit better every day so for me yeah. it's looking at it and saying hey so i don't like the way that we are talking to each other as a couple or i don't like the way that we are talking to our children or i don't like um how... i don't like how cluttered the house is yeah. right now like what are the things yeah. that are keeping the spirit not out. Well, yes, out. But, like, what are the things that are making it harder for you and your family to feel the spirit and, yeah. like, trying to fix those things? I, I think maybe I'll change the verbiage a little bit. Like, not just the things that are keeping you from feeling the spirit. I'll say the things that are keeping you from leveling up. Okay, yeah. Right? Because in general, I, I think the spirit works in, level, like, gradations mm -hmm. where it's not like you either can feel the spirit or you can't feel the spirit. Right, yeah. It's like you can, learn, you can grow to feel the spirit to a greater degree. That makes sense. Right. And so for the most part, if you are thinking about how can I feel the spirit better, you likely have the spirit in your life to some huh, like right. high degree. <laughs> right. And this uh, making your home an outpost of heaven is just constantly looking for ways to improve, to level up your spiritual <laughs> experience in your own home. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think if I were to answer that question, I would say the same things. 
And I would add that like the three kind of like main points of an outpost of heaven for me um, is peace, love, and safety that is in your home. Um, And so like how can we better feel peaceful in our home? How can we better feel love? And how can we better feel safe and protected? Yeah. And I would like to actually maybe do an episode on this and break it down like... Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I'm just thinking like, oh, like... Physical space would be one for me, I think. Yeah. Like actually having a place mm-hmm. and keeping it organized and clean. and Because we've had guests on talking about those kinds of things. Um, and then there's the obvious like education, like your your interaction with your family members. Well, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have to do another episode on this at some point in the future. Maybe that'll be our, our next episode we do with just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We'll talk. We'll kind of like break this down a little bit more okay let's do it okay um so anything else about that topic though? not really i think that hopefully if you've listened to us long enough you know our vibe you understand that we're talking about how to improve ourselves and our families and our spheres of influences yeah. oh, and, and i feel stupid sorry real oh, quick yep i just want to say this uh, and and everything really it's, it, it's not just about feeling the spirit just to feel the spirit it's always to bring uh we want to bring everybody who comes into our influence closer to christ yes 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 and because i i don't feel like i overtly said the name no. christ enough in there so, <laughs> yeah so yeah. like yeah the whole purpose <laughs> is to bring everybody in our spheres of influence closer to christ yes Sorry, absolutely take up exactly where you're at before okay well i was just going to talk about general conference okay cool for a minute because this is going to be released kind of like General Conference weekend. So you're going to listen to this over General Conference weekend or just before you watch or you watch or listen to General Conference. And so um, what are you excited about, Andrew, for General Conference? I, I love General Conference for so many reasons. I just feel like um, about every six months I am feeling a little spiritually drained and <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. Where we're like, oh, man, I feel so down spiritually. Oh, oh, hey, General Conference is next yeah. weekend. It's like, and it's about that time. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I do feel drained, and I feel like I, I start to struggle motivation-wise. Um, and I, I start to lose the... It's harder for me to, like... Um, keep grasp on like the big picture like the big eternal picture and general conference is a time where we're able to kind of set aside the cares of the world uh, for you know for a full weekend and just focus on the lord and hear messages from his prophets and from his other you know called leaders and I, so I'm really excited for that kind of spiritual rejuvenation, but then I'm also really excited to come with specific questions. Um, I was talking to a friend about that today, actually, a friend who was recently baptized, uh, how General Conference is a great time to prepare specific questions and come and uh, come to conference and, and ask the Lord to answer those questions for us. And what's really cool is that those questions are almost always answered. Almost always. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's just, it's such a powerful spiritual experience. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited because I, just the way my personality is, I, 
um, have a hard time being like um, the initiator, I guess. And so sometimes it's hard for me to like think of things that I need to improve on my own. And so general conference is really exciting for me because I'm like, oh good, like someone's going to tell me something I can work on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I know that's like probably the wrong mindset to have because if I were um, more spiritually developed, I would be able to do this on my own all the time. But I really love just kind of getting that extra prompting of like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's a really good thing that I should work on. Or um, just making sure to be open to the spirit telling me like, hey, Emily, like that's something that I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. And I think conference has a lot of, is an opportunity for you to receive like really personalized direction Mm -hmm. and revelation on things you can work on. But it's also a time to see kind of like the patterns that the Lord is acting in at a given time. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see, you have a lot of, uh, how do I say this? It's almost like the Lord's advice or the, the, his counsel that he gives during general conference is like a like a normal distribution. You think of like a bell curve. Mm-hmm. And so you'll get some messages or some talks that address things that uh, are kind of outliers or like don't really seem like they um, not not that they're not in step with everything else, but like they're they're unique in like their message. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of the messages tend to have like a, a common theme, and so there ha- there's like if there's a bell curve of topics, most of the topics fit some kind of central narrative, and it, which is cool because right. they're not pre-planned. Like they don't talk to they're pre-planned and the individuals plan them, but they don't like talk to each other. They don't about like it. make assignments on who's going to talk about right. what or. Like, I don't think they do, right? They don't. They don't. Yeah. They just they're asked they're assigned to speak, um, and that that's I think actually there are probably some times where they're asked to speak on specific things like this past conference, uh, mm-hmm. Sister Eubanks and Brother or Bishop, uh, I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. They were asked to speak on the or give a report on like the Church's humanitarian efforts right. in the previous yeah. year. So, that, like, so I guess specific in some things. instances it's like assigned, but. right? But for the most part, it's a broad um yeah it's just the lord influencing them and inspiring them to do specific things or speak about specific things and so you can get very specific guidance that may only apply to you and a handful of other people or maybe just you but there's also like kind of like the broad brushstrokes that the lord is using to paint his counsel for this next six months right and so after we watch general conference we are going to do our normal recap that we do yep um, so we will kind of choose our personal favorite talks and kind of talk about how it made us feel and what, what we got from it. Yeah. So I really like those episodes. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I love General Conference. So as you're listening to General Conference or watching General Conference, I feel like I've said General Conference like a hundred times. Say Gen Con. <laughs> Gen Con. <laughs> um, just make sure that your mind and your heart are open to the yeah. Spirit because sometimes the Spirit's going to tell you something that you need to do that isn't literally said by a speaker. So, so I was talking to a friend today about General Conference and about mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah. Um, he's Again, he's a new member. He was just baptized into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints like three or four months ago. So this is his first General Conference. And we, he was asking questions about taking notes and about asking questions. So for our, any of our listeners who might be in a similar spot or maybe they're looking for a way to kind of revamp their General Conference viewer 
habits or like what they can, how they can get more out of general conference. How do you take notes? Not and you're, it's not like you have to do it this way. Right, right. Emily These are and I just take ideas notes very differently. Very differently. So I like to just um, I don't know. This is maybe just the habit that I've gotten into, and maybe it's not the best way. But I have like I just write out the speaker's name, and then I kind of just bullet points the things that stuck out to me personally, whether that's things that they've said or things that the spirit has told me during that. Because I've had notes before that it's like okay here's the speaker here's something that the spirit told me that it looked like it was completely unrelated um but then as i go back and look at that it's like oh that's not unrelated or even if it is it was a prompting that i felt that i need to act on so i'm gonna act on it but that's how i do notes i'm i take a lot more notes than andrew does yeah um yeah, for me, I, I don't... So I, I, I'm somewhat similar in that I you know, write the name of the, the individual who's speaking, but I almost never write down anything they say. It's funny that I do that because I don't need to do that. It's, like, yeah, it's all going to be printed after it's done. Like Yeah, but sometimes writing it down... Yeah like cements it in your mind and it's true yeah. and so i think it's sometimes appropriate if that's how it works for you but i found what like what i do is i generally just listen to spirit and like any strong promptings that come to me that's what i record during the that talk and then i re- i list it underneath that um you know that talk so i can kind of see what um you know, if I want to go back and say, okay, why did I feel this way during this talk? I can go back and reread the talk. And so as I'm writing, I will generally, at the end of each talk, I'll take two seconds and and I have like a, two or three little symbols that I use to differentiate the nature of the prompting or the nature of the thought. Hmm. So I have a uh, a action symbol. It's like this is a prompting I need to go do. Yeah. And then I have a question symbol, which like this is a question I need to ask or I need to study more. And then there was a third one, um, but most of them are those two. This is an action, and then a question, and then that might be it, actually. Okay, that's a really good system. I like. Or like actually, and it's like a, a doctrinal point that stood out. That's what okay. it is. Well, I like that system. I might try the symbol thing. Yeah, cool. and then at the end. Um, you know, a couple of days later, I'll sit down and I'll review my notes, and then I will categorize them and say, like, look, these are the. Um, and I, it depends on the on the conference because I think each conference is a little bit different in like the message or what they're trying to get, what I feel like the Lord's trying to convey, and I will go through and I will mark what or write a short summary of what I think each uh, conference talk was mainly trying to say, and then I will like comprise a list of all of the tasks I felt like I was given, all the questions I need to research, and then all of the um, all of the topics that were discussed and try and see, okay, which topics were discussed most frequently and were therefore most, most important over the next six months. I like that. So that's what I do. Yeah, that's cool. Just some ideas. There are a lot of people who do very different things. Right. We, have a, we had a friend on um, years ago now, I guess, who was a... How do you describe it? What she does, like she like a oh bullet journaling, bullet journaling. Yeah, so she kind of does like little um, 
oh, how do you even say, like, kind of like doodling, um, but it's really cool. We used to sit behind her in sacrament meeting, and I would just, like, peek over and watch, just, like, watch her take notes during sacrament meeting, but she would just, like, make them look so pretty, and it was just something that helped her to focus was, like, if the theme, if the talk was, like, on repentance or something, she would write out repentance, like, really pretty, and she'd do a bunch of these gorgeous drawings and like doodles next to it yeah she'd basically really use awesome. like, like the words from the talk to like, inspire an image that she was right drawing. yeah it's very cool um okay so i bet that our listeners are on pins and needles to hear the big announcement that you have i bet they probably forgot probably but that's okay because <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about it so you just said it. <laughs> well i'm ready for you to share okay so uh we here at Apple's Heaven Podcast, we know we've been talking about our purpose here this whole episode, uh, and we love what we do, and we think we occupy a really unique position in that we are a husband and wife team, mm-hmm. and we try really hard to kind of bring a masculine and a feminine perspective. And the other, a few weeks ago, we were talking about how so many of the guests we have on and some of the other voices that are active in this sphere who have a similar mission to us are feminine like they're women and they just like as a very their message is very feminine and that definitely has a place and i'm super grateful that there are so many wonderful women in the world who are actively engaged in trying to uh, bring people closer to christ uh, kind of in this digital sphere mm-hmm. but i was also not just remarking, I was kind of lamenting to Emily that there weren't more masculine voices right. engaged in the sphere. And I don't, I don't remember how the suggestion came up, but we decided, hey, let's do like a masculine-focused, or not a masculine-focused, but like a podcast focused on uh, doing the same thing as Apples to Heaven, but from a purely masculine perspective. Right. Yes. So my brother and his brother-in-law... Logan and Zach, yes. which we've had them on oh, yeah, before. Right. Um, we'll link this episode that they were in yeah. in the show notes. But um, they were on an episode with us talking about pregnancy, labor, and delivery from the husband's perspective. And it was freaking hilarious. So hilarious. Like Peter Pan's funny. So go and listen to that. Um, so these are the guys that are starting this podcast. Yeah, and, and it's so- going to be so funny and so awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. It's going to be a really fun project to work on. And as Emily said, they are the funny guys. <laughs> You're a funny guy. <laughs> You're a funny guy, too. She, like, legit told me, like, like they're, like, they're really funny. You're, and you're... How did you say it? I don't remember. You're like, they're just, they're really funny. You're, you're kind of funny. You're like funny and they're like really funny. They're like the funny guys. Yeah, like you're funny, (laughs) but they're the funny guys. So, um, I'm super excited. I I love Logan and Zach to death. They're, they're great guys. They're great uh, priesthood holders and they're, uh, they love Christ and they're, you know, kind of like guys, guys. And so they, um, I'm excited to have their voices on, on the podcast and on our our new podcast. And so that's gonna be called Outpost Dad or what is it? Outposts, God, Country, and Dad Bots. Mm-hmm. So but we'll just yeah. it, we'll just say Outpost, but that's kinda of like the, the full tagline. Right. And so that will be launching when? Um that'll probably be launching towards the end of April. Okay. It depends on how long it takes for us to get the podcast approved and and going on all the platforms. Okay, so we will keep you guys posted then. Yep, it's super fun. We've, already, we've recorded our intro. The and- intro sounds so good. 
Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this. Yeah. I'm really excited. Should we play the intro in here? Can we do that? You want to do that? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Here you go. Welcome to The Outpost. We're just two brothers and a bald guy talking about faith, fatherhood, and masculinity. And you better believe getting rid of our dad bods while trying to navigate this crazy world we live in. So here's to bringing home the bacon. All right, so I hope you are as jazzed as I am about this po- this project after listening to that fun little intro I that am. Logan recorded. <laughs> he agonized over for so long with his (laughs) wife in the room while he was recording he's a trooper he did a great job i love him to death um and congratulations logan on finally passing your final flight test now you are a certified flight he's a certified flight instructor now he's almost done with school he's going to be uh going on to do great things and fly commercially pretty soon. That's so cool. So cool. I he's can't awesome. believe like we're going to know a pilot. Or I guess we know a pilot. <laughs> like, that's that's like a cool thing to me. I'm like, what? This guy flies airplanes in the sky. <laughs> he, he does. He does so fly cool. airplanes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, if you love Outpost of Heaven, the podcast, and you love what you're hearing, or you just love the guests that are on, um, leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate that. Yeah. And you can always follow us on Instagram at Outpost of Heaven. Um we uh, are yeah. on there all the time and yeah. i'm making funny reels and it's super fun they're not yeah. that funny actually but they're they're really fun to make they're really fun they're uh, not funny they're not really funny at all but I they're really that, fun I, to make some, a lot of them are pretty funny okay well but you're not you're not a funny i'm guy. not the funny guy <laughs> i'm i'm not the funny guy i will admit you it. are hilarious uh and if you have a guest that you would like us to have on or if you have a topic you yourself would like to discuss we want to have a lot more I don't want to say like regular people, but people that don't have like content creating <laughs> platforms. Right. right. Or like, yeah. Like a lot of the people we have on are, they have content creating platforms. And so their messages tend to be polished and well rehearsed and they have like these clear ideas. Um, but we also want to highlight the power of just of the everyday, everyday person yeah. because that's where that's the trenches right that's where the gospel really hits the road it's not in the content creation it's in the changing diapers and bringing food to families who just had kids and all of those little things that kind of go unnoticed and unsung but we want to spotlight those mm-hmm. that's where it's at yeah. all right we okay. love you guys keep the faith bye